1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Rangers look for a Scottish record fee for Calvin Bassey, but is Connor Goldson finalising his move away? Paul Lambert says European progress is the next goal for Ange Postacoglu and Motherwell make their first signing in the transfer window. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Hugh Keevans. So far, unconfirmed reports, of course, Andrew, that uh, Connor Goldson has put his Glasgow home up for sale and a home sale would be a strong indicator of a pair intention to move Goals has been an outstanding player for Rangers if he wants to go home to England and capitalise on being a free agent that is his prerogative he won't be the last out of Ibrox and Celtic Park this summer time if it is his plan to go this is football they come they go well, that is the theme of the transfer window and we want to hear your thoughts on it. 01419511025 on the phones or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. But we always like hearing from you on the phone. So 01419511025 to get in touch. Might be the summer, but there's always plenty going on, Hugh. And yep. we're going to touch on Calvin Bassey at first. But in the last hour, it looks like a, a story that's broken. The Scottish Express reporting that Connor Goldson set to leave Rangers as he's in the process of selling his home in Glasgow. Glasgow. Now, these transfer stories always come from some weird and wonderful places at times, and, and this looks like another one. You spend the, all of the close season uh, differentiating between what is speculation and what is fact. Now, it will emerge over the next 24, 48 hours whether Goldson has indeed put his house up for sale and is on his way. My only feeling on the matter is he has given Rangers outstanding service. It could have been his grand plan to finish up with a Europa League final win over Eintracht Frankfurt. It didn't turn out that way. But if he is to capitalise on being out of contract and he spent a long time not signing the extension that was offered to him by Rangers, then it's football. It's his prerogative and he would go having left behind a substantial legacy. Yeah, the closer you get to the end of the season, the longer it takes for a deal to be struck between a, a player and the club to extend the contract, the more likely it looks like the player will be leaving. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst spoke before the Scottish Cup final. I think he was asked whether Conor Goldson would be, will still be a Rangers player after the Scottish Cup final. He didn't seem convinced. He said that there was a, a very yeah. small chance of it. Now that we are towards the end of May, his contract has days left on it it does look like this could be the end of the road for Conor Goldson at Ibrox. I think Rangers and Celtic fans overlook one simple fact. Players leave other clubs, do not sign extensions to their contracts in order to join Celtic and Rangers. <laughs> it works both ways. 01419511025 If you want to get in touch Anything you want to talk about, you can put your questions to Hugh Keevans as well. Just taking a look at this... Connor Goldson story it's an interesting one because we had a caller a few days ago who was quite unhappy with Connor Goldson yep. just about the whole situation but he's a player who has been at Rangers for four years has seen out his his whole contract he was at Rangers when times were tough at the start with Steven Gerrard and yep. has been there and has played pretty much every game to them getting to a Europa League final I listened to that programme I heard that call 
for me, that was a man having difficulty coming to terms with post-Seville problems. He was clearly upset at the part that uh, Conor Golson had played in the uh, Eintracht Frankfurt uh, equaliser in regulation time. However, the overall picture regarding Conor Goldson is that in the four years, he did what they were all asked to do at Ibrox. He stopped Celtic from getting 10 in a row. And he was part of a memorable run to a European final, which I think the majority of people thought would never happen again to a Scottish club. 01419511025 on the phones. Robert is a Rangers fan up first in Haddington. Robert, it looks as if Conor Goldson could be on his way. What do you make of the news? Well, it's just like what Hugh was saying just now. It, it's, that's football for you. Um, and like he says, says that they leave other teams to come to Rangers and Celtic for the very same reasons. They didn't accept the... Or they didn't accept the uh, the terms of the extensions and that. So uh, as football, I mean, he's been a great servant, and uh, I wish him all the best. Yeah, Hugh, he's been a, a real mainstay in that Rangers team for four years. Football moves very quickly, and as soon as it looks like he's he's moving on, Rangers then need to look at what options they've got to fill those boots. Just how how big is that task trying to replace him? Oh, of course, he's been such a consistently fine performer. It will be difficult. However, I think uh, Robert has taken it in the magnanimous fashion that people should take it. Uh, Conor Golson is striking where the iron is hot, so to speak, because everyone has observed Rangers going to the Europa League final. They've marvelled at uh, Calvin Bassey. They've marvelled at Tavernier, the top goal scorer in the competition. And uh, no doubt they've looked at Conor Golson and thought, a lot of Miley's left in this guy and he's out of contract Robert the emergence of Calvin Bassey as a centre back in the last few months of the season does that soften the blow at all of, of it looking like Goldson's leaving well he can play in one or two positions so um, the, the lad's very very adaptable and uh, he seems to be a very very quick learner and when he loses the ball he's uh, right back up again and chasing after it but hey, I would really love Bassett to stay but money talks in football Yeah that's a story that's not going to go away no. Hugh we've heard a lot of it already with, with Calvin Bassett and I think this one could run for a lot this summer In financial terms it would be to Rangers advantage if someone came in with a £25 million bid for Calvin Bassett they got him for £250,000 it would represent incredible business. Uh, I do understand that he would be arguably even harder to replace than Conor Goldson. But again, this is football. Rangers, a Scottish club, can't afford to be turning down £25 million offers for players in case, in the long run, that value diminishes. Uh, and they can also reinvest a very large chunk of that money. So people have to stop thinking about players leaving clubs as an act of betrayal this is what happens in football you go to a club your stock rises other clubs with the budget to afford it offer you great money and sometimes you simply cannot turn it down did you have another point you wanted to make Robert? Ah, it was just about the, the news emerging at the beginning of the week about Rory Wilson uh, he's been uh, Setting the under-19 league on fire Plus he's been scoring uh, 
under 19s at national level. Now, um, what's his, what's McCausland and Lowry, they, they got full games at Tynecastle in the last game of the season. And they've been in and out the, the first team training at Auchenhowie and that. But this young lad's never had a sniff. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think R- Rory Wilson is younger than those players. Rory Wilson is only 16, whereas yeah. Lowry and McCausland and the other players are, are older than that. They're sort of 18, 19 on, on the cusp of you know, players that you would, or the age really that you'd expect players to get into the first team. But the story is that, that Rory Wilson is leaving Rangers. It looks as if Aston Villa could be the destination. We've seen it a million times, Hugh, haven't we? That yep. young players, young Scottish players, sometimes when a Premier League club comes calling, it's too hard to turn down. Billy Gilmer. Billy Gilmer took the decision that his career pathway was to go down to England. Now, his career's hit a bump in the road right now. Uh, but obviously he's Billy Gilmer He'll come again at a, a club More successful than Norwich Which wasn't a good move for him So if a teenager decides that He thinks the best thing for him to do Is to go down south Then again you can't hold them hostage You know, If he's out of contract and able to take that decision Then although it's not great for Rangers Or as it was not great for Celtic When Ben Doak upped and moved to Liverpool you have to understand that they are not hostages they are contracted players and when the contract ends you may have a problem Robert is losing younger players is that something that concerns you or is it just something that you know clubs up here have to accept is just the way football is I think it's how uh, that we're just going to have to learn to live with it. but um, as long as he's not going to go down there and be parked on a bench uh, well, he's not going to get a sniff near Aston Miller's first team anyway. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's only 16 at this moment in time, so I can't imagine he'd be anywhere near getting into a, a Premier League squad at this point. But clearly, if it is Aston Villa he's going to, Hugh, then he's been offered some sort of pathway to the first team going forward. It's also one of the dangers of having a man who used to be a Rangers manager knowing everything about who's at Rangers, no matter whether they're 16 or 26. Uh, and again If he feels that he can Manipulate that position Of having once been the manager of the club And knowing all about them Then he's doing nothing wrong Well thank you to Robert 01419511025 On the phones Andy is a Rangers fan Up next in Finiston Andy what have you got for us tonight? How you doing guys? Okay Hi Andy all good. I just, <clears throat> I'm talking to you there But probably goals so you know uh, Getting away Maybe getting away But I've seen him at this Sometimes it's not all about football to my family. But I can, I can say it now because <clears throat> the last two and a half, three years, Gannon McAllister used to stay next close to me. And I would talk to him every day. And, you know, he missed his family. His family were on the up here staying. So that could be a lot today, but he was well, you know what I mean? He, there's no way he goes he's going to go to a better club than Rangers. But he's maybe just saying, right, my family's, I've done what I have today. My family's come first now. You, you raise a fair point, Andy, because. Connor Goldson, the fact that he has a home to sell uh, should not be overlooked because he came here 2018 and he brought the family and they gave Scotland their best shot. Everybody moved and he got in about his job at Rangers. Um, the Rangers manager, Stephen Gerrard, at no stage thought that he wanted to bring his family here. That may have had everything to do with the, the, the stage at which his children's education was at or whatever it's not 
Again, they don't have to come and live here, but Connor Goldson did settle down and go on with his job at Rangers. So, if he wants to go back to England to be nearer his extended family after four years in Scotland, well, that's his business. It's that human aspect of footballers that often gets overlooked. They've got their families, they've got their life away from football that I think a lot of the time supporters don't really consider when it comes to you know, whether they're going to stay at a club, whether they're going to leave at a club, what their next move is. Yeah, uh, I know that people in this part of the world invest everything in Celtic and Rangers. And as I said earlier, they seem to regard a move out of Celtic and Rangers as an act of betrayal. But remember, there will be occasions when the club will move the player out, not the player moving himself out of the club. Football is always a two-way street. Conor Goldson, if it is his plan to sell his home and to go back to England, that's his prerogative. Andy, if it is to be Conor Goldson moving on from Rangers, as a Rangers fan, how would you reflect on his four years at the club? I think he'd be really good. Really, really good. I mean, I mean, you get to, if you get Steven Gerrard and Giovanni Blomkos playing you near enough every game, so you must be you must be good at what you do. You know what I mean, really? And we'll go to shooter come in to maybe cover for him, so... Aye, uh, I'd be sad to see him go, but he's been a good servant. I mean, I don't know how many games he's played, but <laughs> it must be unbelievable. You know, having Tab, you know, I mean, how how good they've been for us. Yeah, Connor Goldson is one of these players that just seems to be available all the time, which yeah. doesn't happen too much in modern football. A lot, of, a lot of the time, players will dip in and out. They'll get wee niggly injuries. Connor Goldson was just always available, which always made him a key asset to. Steven Gerrard when he was manager and then latterly Giovanni Van Bronckhorst as well They always talk about people putting their body on the line for a club Conor Goldson did that for Rangers His mind was on the job at Rangers He moved his family here He dedicated himself to life in Scotland and in the Premiership If he has decided that time is over and he wants to try something else He can go with his head held high Andy, how much are you looking forward to seeing what John Souter can do in a Rangers top? I will. I see he was he was near enough on a match for Hearts against us in the final. I I, I think if, as long as he stays fit, that's my only mean I can doubt that he's got this kind of injury. No, same as Ryan Jack. You know what I mean? He's got this wee injury, but I hope he's over it. Now. I think he can be a big big player for us because he looks strong, powerful. I am looking for, and I just hope I hope we keep Bassey for at least one more season. I know there's a lot of thinking about big money for him, but just keep him for one more season. And then if he wants to go, let him go then. But just because he's, he's getting better and better by every game he plays for Rangers. Yeah, that's been the only sort of question mark hanging over John Souter throughout his career so far. I don't think his ability has ever been in doubt, Hugh. But mm. it's just whether Rangers are able to keep him fit for an extended period of time. I would try to look at that from the positive perspective. He has fought back from awful injuries Arguably career-threatening injuries And he's done it twice Now, uh, point number one He's due a break in that line And point number two is someone of extraordinary bravery Uh, If he can keep fit and play as he did last Saturday Then Andy's quite correct He'll be a terrific asset for Rangers Andy then touched on Calvin Bassey there. 
Sky Sports Today reporting that they understand Rangers would hold out for a Scottish record fee if they were to sell him this summer. That record, of course, is currently held by Kieran Tierney, yeah. £25 million to Arsenal. It's always hard with transfer fees. It's really hard to compare one to another because of all the different mitigating circumstances. But Rangers will certainly be hoping that his performances over the last few months will mean that if there is interest that they'll be able to hold out for a high price. Without doubt, uh, you know, whether it's 15, 20, 25, uh, I wouldn't see in excess of 25, if I'm being honest. Uh, Kieran Tierney left, what, three, four years ago now? Uh, and in that time, transfer fees have uh, rocketed again. So big money is there. Um, and Calvin Bassey, you know, one more season, well, Andy spoke about John Suter and injuries. You know, you, you, you have to take a, a calculated risk in this game. Take your 20 million for the sake of conversation now and don't run the risk of that not being there a year from now. Well, thank you to Andy. 01419511025. Give us a call now and we could be speaking to you after these. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans here with me Andrew McLean in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard 01419511025 if you want to get in touch or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB let's go straight back to the phones James is in Paisley James what's on your mind tonight? Ah good evening panel it's just regarding something I think Hugh's actually touched on it since I've called in and I was just kind of saying to the, you know, one of my colleagues that how many times do you see this with teams in Scotland whether the old firm or the so-called lesser teams that players have been sold when a lot of times they don't want to leave the club or you look at possibly the old firm away cherry picking a lot of the, the smaller so-called lesser teams and there's a lot of players don't want to leave unfortunately when the club obviously accepts what they're, the, the, the bid or the money they're looking for I always see tends to look at it's been a great piece of business for the club but at times there's no loyalty to players so for me, and I'm not a Rangers supporter in any way, but for me, Conor Golson's entitled to see his career the way he wants. Yep, football's not a place for sentimentality, James. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of recent cases, for example, Christopher Julian, uh, who was out for over a year with a serious injury, trying to prevent a goal against Celtic and putting himself off a goalpost. Uh, he hasn't featured, and Ange Postacoglu from this distance would appear to have decided that going forward Chris Julian's not for him so I would expect him to go out this summer uh, Cedric Eaton came to Rangers they paid a few million pounds for him but he too went to Siberia to the extent that he wasn't even in Rangers Europa League squad uh, Jim Goodwin went to, from St Mirren to manage Aberdeen Scott Brown was very quickly off the premises thereafter uh, J. Emmanuel Thomas Jim Goodwin made it clear that there was no future for him uh, so football is a two way street players come in give their all like a Connor Goldson and then go when they think the time is right and other times players simply get shunned by the team that employs them and they have no option but to go so no sentimentality It's a two way street It's a professional business They come They go Some people get unhappy When players decide to Leave their club But 
Connor Goldson couldn't really have done much more. He signed a four-year contract at Rangers. He's yep. fulfilled his four-year contract with the effort he's put in at Rangers. Surely, at this point, he's he's earned the right to to make the next step in his career and, and choose what he wants to do next. Of course, I mean it's a a right that any worker in the land would demand. You would demand it, Andrew. I would demand it. James on the line would demand it. We're not letting you go anywhere here. No, no, no. You'd have no problem catching me anyway. Um, but that's the way it is. Fans cannot look upon it as betrayal because the players will say, well, the club would betray me if they felt the time was right. Do you want to come back in? I'm very true saying when the party's over, it's over. That's probably the best way we can leave it. Yep, you're, you're absolutely spot on, James. Well, thank you to James, 01419511025. Let's go straight back to the phone, shall we? John is a Celtic fan in Coatbridge. John, what's on your mind tonight? Good evening, Hugh. Andrew, thanks for taking my call. Hi, John. Hi, John. Uh, no, Hugh, I've been on, remember, I was always, I'm always on talking to you, Hugh, but uh, I'm going on a bit, would you call it, uh, again, Ryan Portis. I know me and you have a wee argument over him, right, a four, but I, I still think he might be a good addition to Celtic. Now, he seems to be not as rash he has been, Hugh, the last, although he was a couple of suspensions last year but I think maybe he'd be a good fit although do you think Ange would have him fit him in as like a squad player what do you think? I think he has a, a way to go to prove himself and I'd be interested to see how he gets on under Lee Johnson's management at Easter Road uh, he has in the past shown himself to be a liability because he can't keep himself in check and he was the only player I think in the Premiership this season to be red carded twice uh, and I think he's a player of talent But Think about Steve Clark in Scotland He never gets a look in with Steve Clark uh, Where others do John Souter being one uh, And that's because I think he has to prove That he can calm himself down Good player Bit to go yet John we've seen what Ange Postacoglu has done In the transfer market so far In the last two windows Are you confident that no matter who they go for, whether it's Ryan Porteous that he's identified, whether it's any other centre-back out there that whoever he identifies will probably be a good calibre just because he's he's proven that he's got an eye for a player. Well, yeah, Andrew, yes, I think. As you say, talking about the boy for Man City, and I've been truthful, I've not seen much of him, but the guys he's signed, as they've, been, they've hit the ground running. Not, I mean, I think he's been absolutely fantastic, the, the signings he's made. And just hope they can get Cameron Carter, Vickers, over the line and Jota, and but. As I said, I think it was on last week, and I do, so I hope they get rid of Christoph Julian. I just don't think he's good enough for Celtic. He's just not got it. Oh, you see, there is my point. John has made my point for me. When fans think, ah, oh, just get rid of him. He's, he's not got it. Uh, you know, they then can't turn around when players get to the end of their contract and decide to go elsewhere and say, shameful, we've been betrayed. You know, that fans want players out. They don't have any thought of how much that player has tried to succeed or family circumstances or money or anything else or just get him out John also touched on Koetakura there who is a Manchester City centre back he was on loan at Schalke last season he's been linked with a potential move to Celtic a Japanese international mm. you'd think that would excite Celtic fans just based on the, the previous players that Ange Postacoglu has, has brought in from Japan and, and his knowledge he has of players in that country yes it would because first of all they now trust Ange Postacoglu implicitly if 
he was good enough to get to Man City in the first place If he was good enough to then go and play in the Bundesliga uh, Then he's clearly a player of substance Now, I couldn't tell you a awful lot about him But, as the Celtic fans say, in Ange we trust John, is there any other areas in particular That you're hoping Ange Postacoglu will look at this summer? Well, I'd, I'd like to get another centre forward, Robin, and then uh, I would like young Dumbella to maybe get a chance this year, but I don't know if he's going to stay. Yeah, I mean, his, I... his contract's up this summer, Hugh, and yeah. it looks like he'll be away. And it's a strange case with Karamoko Dumbella because he burst onto the scene really because did he make his was it his reserve debut at the age of thirteen? Uh-huh. He kind of game gained sort of worldwide stardom at one point because you saw all these videos on YouTube of him playing in these games against guys that were double his height. I'm sure he's got hundreds yeah. of thousands of Instagram followers now because of that, but his career hasn't really panned out the way that Celtic and, and other people were hoping. Well, I'll give you two names off the top of my head. Ahmed Diallo and Charlie Masonda. When Charlie Masonda came to Celtic, ooh, we've got a world beater here, potentially. Didn't happen at all for him Ahmed Diallo I would suggest The move from Manchester United Was a failure uh, From his personal perspective Karamoko Dembele To go back to the point about In Ange we trust If the Celtic fans trust Ange Postacoglu They must trust his reasons For not having Karamoko Dembele In the side Perhaps he thinks he's too slight and maybe he's a player that could benefit from just a, a change of scenery Having been through the Celtic system for so long Had that spotlight on him for quite a while Maybe he might think it's the right time to, to move on and, and try somewhere else oh, I mean, I'm sure the thought will have crossed his mind it, Again, he's entitled to take the view Well, if Ange Postacoglu doesn't see a future for me I'll go where I see a future for me John, did you have another point? I was just, uh, I was, I was talking on this before, sure, is uh, my, my wee boy from Cope Bridge, I've, I've spoke to you before about him, he's fighting for the Celtic title tomorrow night, sure, down in Wales, he's just to wish him good luck, and Gordon, the last week, wished him good luck too, it's a uh, wee Mark McKeown, Sparkis is his seventh fight, and he's fighting a Welsh boy down there for the Celtic titles, just to wish him luck, and all the boys are at luck, quite a few for the Cope Bridge boys are away down, I was down at the last fight in Sunderland, it's just to uh, wish him good luck, and he's fighting. Down in Wales, as I say, for the Celtic title. Good luck, Sparky boy. Bring the title home. There you are. You've covered all the ground. Good luck, Sparky boy, from me as well. And me as well. And let's hope that following him down to Wales will be the Scotland national team next Sunday if they can well, get past Ukraine. That's that's quite a thought. It's, it's coming round so soon, isn't it, Hugh? Well, when I return on Monday night, we'll be cranked up for that one. Uh, because what an occasion this is going to be. Uh, you don't know if you've got a train back from Hamden But nobody's caring 01419511025 Thank you to John Next up is Barry Who's a Rangers fan in Paisley Barry, what's on your mind? Um, hi there, how you doing guys? Um, it's just, I'm, I'm hearing you all speaking about Calvin Bassey and the callers phoning in You know, and about has he betrayed the club And things like that <clears throat> in, in my Cal- thing, Calvin Bassey betraying the club yeah, but ba- Bassey leaving and maybe betraying the club if he leaves. No, no, no. We didn't mention Calvin Bassey in that regard. But we were talking about the principle of players who leave clubs. And in particular, we're talking about Conor Goldson, whose contract is up. If he has taken the decision to go and to capitalise on the fact that he's a free agent and go back to England and be closer to his family, then he is not, and players in his position are not, 
to be thought of as having betrayed the club. Calvin Bassey comes under a, an entirely different category. This is about a club capitalising on a player who, by reaching the Europa League final, showed himself to be, at the age of 22, an outstanding talent. Do Rangers cash in on that? That's what we're talking about with regard to Calvin Bassey. Right, OK. Well, on the topic of betraying the club, which is the reason why I phoned in, in my opinion, Rory Wilson is the boy who's betrayed Rangers Football Club. And amongst even the likes of Billy Gilmore. <clears throat> and the reason I say that is because I don't think it's fair, I don't think it's morally right that a, that a young boy joins a football club as a, a toddler or what have you. That football club invests time, money and energy into the boy. And then as soon as the boy gets to be able to sign his very first professional football contract, he, he, he jumps ship to the likes of Aston Villa and, and he says it's, you know, so he can take the next step in his career or what have you. So in my mind, that that's that's a betrayal of the football the football club. Well, Hugh, I think we need to be careful talking about 16-year-olds yeah. betraying the football club and things like that. I'm not sure that's language we should really be using, but there are rules in place yeah. for this type of thing. Compensation, Compensation fees. Compensation fees. If Rory Wilson is to leave Rangers, Rangers will get a training compensation fee. It will go to a tribunal. Rangers will get a fee for him going down south. He has released a statement. He's, he's thanked the club for all they've done for him. Yep. Both sides will benefit. Rangers will get that uh, compensation fee. They could potentially get more in the future if he goes on to be a success and there's you know percentages of future sales and things like that as well. So I'm not sure really anyone at Rangers would be looking at that as a betrayal, would they? No, not at all. Barry wants to deny a young man a right that he would demand for himself. If Barry went to his employers and said, look, uh, I think I've come to the end of my time here, I've got uh, the offer of a job elsewhere, uh, he would not expect his employers to say, that's a betrayal, we hired you, you must never leave, because, Barry, there may come a time further down the line when Rangers will free somebody who thought he had a career at the club and who will be devastated by the free transfer. But the club will take that action and they will not be accused of betrayal or doing something immoral, to use the other word that you used. They will simply say, he was our player, it is our prerogative to free him. You also never know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know what a player has been offered. When you're 16 years old, I'm guessing it's not just a personal choice, it's a family choice as well, what happens to you going forward in your career, Hugh? Well, you know, having had three children myself, when they were 16, I wouldn't have trusted them to go out and get a loaf. Uh, never mind, trust them with their career. Uh, so that that comes into it as well. But we need to get this in perspective. Barry has used betrayal and immoral. He's 16 years old, Barry. Well, thank you to Barry, 01419511025 if you want to get in touch. But let me tell you about something very important first. Cash for Kids Day. Yeah, today is Cash for Kids Day. It's our big opportunity to join together to help families living around here who have hit crisis point. For them, the cost of living crisis is their daily reality. Prices are rising, household incomes are falling, all leading to the impossible daily choices on what to pay for to keep their children fed and healthy. What families are going through is heartbreaking, but this Cash for Kids Day, we can all do our bit to help. Thank you to so many of you that have already fundraised and donated. The easiest way is just by making a donation. Whatever you can afford, 
would be amazing and I don't know if you heard it just before this show on the cash register Corrine she won £125,000 and immediately Hugh donated £5,000 to Cash for Kids it was a brilliant moment her reaction when she won the money on Gary's show was spectacular and to have the presence of mind to immediately think of Cash for Kids to immediately think of the less fortunate and to donate £5,000 Corrine You are one classy lady. Absolutely. And you don't need that type of money to help out because absolutely anything would be hugely appreciated. And we guarantee that 100% of your donation will go to where it's needed most. Every £35 we raise will help make those tough daily choices a little bit easier for one child's family. So please donate, if you can, by going to Clyde1.com. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans here with me Andrew McLean in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard 0141-951-1025 if you want to get in touch Hugh the domestic football not quite finished yet we've got a huge game this weekend a Scottish representation in it as well yep. Andy Robertson playing in the Champions League final it's always good just to see a Scottish player in the Champions League final isn't it? Without doubt if you're an old codger like me Real Madrid is also a magical name because I, I was well, I think 10, 11 years old when they played Eintracht Frankfurt at Hamden in the European Cup final and Real Madrid became a magical side for young people in Scotland at that time now we've got Andy Robertson uh, in a Champions League final I hope he does what Alan Kennedy did for Liverpool a full back who scored the winning goal in a Champions League final what a story that would be he'd be, be, uh, he wouldn't need an aeroplane to fly back here for the Ukraine game yeah well he scored last weekend as well so he's he's got the touch at the moment but as well as that a huge huge game in Ukraine coming up but he's the type of character he's proven it before where he's played in big games for Liverpool he will be ready reporting for training ready to lead the team out on Wednesday the guy is wonderful whether it's club football, international football, European football and uh, you know he has whetted the appetite of all the Celtic fans this morning by saying he would love to be in the same Champions League group as Celtic where he was a trainee, where he was a ball boy on Champions League nights he's a Celtic supporter uh, and that would just be magical for him, for the Robertson family and I think the Celtic supporters, what a, you'll never walk alone that would be with the Liverpool and Celtic fans singing it. Well, that is the perfect segue because let's hear from Paul Lambert who says the next step in Ange Postacoglu's Celtic journey is to progress in Europe. He says he'll need to have a big transfer window to compete in the group stages but thinks Postacoglu will make the right signings. I think he's handled the players, the club, the support and the weight expectation on his shoulders. So yeah, I think he's, he's ticked every box. Whatever manager, I guess, has to has to win there, and I don't know that from more experience, but I know from a player that you have to win nearly every game. It doesn't matter who you're playing against. The Champions League will be brilliant for him. Will he need to strengthen? Yeah, he probably will. Will he need better players? Yeah, he will. And and try to make inroads in Europe, whether you make a little dent in it somewhere along the line. But I think that's the next the next step for him is to, can he make a dent into into the European scene? Because any team coming to Parkhead. Is going to feel a massive support with with, with with Celtic, and that's that's one of the advantages of it that the home support can drive you over the line at times. So, but Andrew's not a silly man; he knows exactly what he wants. He knows exactly probably the type of player that he wants to bring in, and he's and listen, his record at the minute with signing players has been great. 
We all know the financial side of things that comes with qualifying for the Champions League group mm-hmm. stages, but Ange Postacoglu was talking about it towards the end of the season. The clarity it gives Celtic going into next yep. season. They know exactly when they're going to be playing their first game in Europe. They're not going to have to worry about qualifiers and flying here, there and everywhere. They know exactly what level of football they're signing players for. That could be a massive boost for a manager just going in with a clear head. Yeah, it's a wonderful bargaining tool to have when you're talking to players. Look, we've got a Champions League group uh, and do you want to be part of that? Uh, So Paul Lambert's correct. He's been through all of that before under uh, Martin O'Neill. Uh, Martin O'Neill came in Signed the right players And Before you could turn around Celtic were in Seville To play Jose Mourinho's Porto Uh, Ange Postacoglu Will know In his heart of hearts That Europe Was a disappointment For Celtic this season It can't be any other way When you've got out Of three different competitions But he'll also know That Europe Was upon him Before he'd even Memorised the names Of all the players That he had Uh, So A good transfer window and he has to look to put up a credible, creditable show in the group stage. Postacoglu put in a lot of hard work last summer and in January getting the right players in. He had to bring in a lot of players to beef out that squad that he certainly felt wasn't good enough at oh. that point. Is it a case of quality over quantity this window? Because yes. he's not going to need anywhere near as many players as he bought last time round. But if you're wanting to compete, Against yep. the big teams in the group stages You need a, an even higher quality of player this time round He built a team who deservedly won The championship based on their own consistency Now he has to kick on He has to go again Because Europe is a level that Celtic have to look at Rangers under Steven Gerrard and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Were very good in Europe Be- Big teams Had wonderful nights on their own ground uh, Ange Postacoglu it, it has to be uh, about more than How great the crowd are this time It has to be about Doing something on the park In the group stages Proving that Europe Is back on the agenda for Celtic Well let's squeeze in one more call Shall we? William is a Rangers fan in North Ayrshire William what are you thinking tonight? Yeah hello Andrew Hello Hugh Hi, Hi. William yeah, it was last night's call. I was a Rangers fan, a fellow Rangers fan. He was saying about European football, Rangers might never make it again for for 20 years or something. He's saying, I totally disagree with that, right? Because look at Rangers. Even Anselti, the coefficients through the roof, right? Rangers, they're seeded for the Champions League qualifiers, right? Which is good. They're, they're top pot seeds for the Europa League, which is good, right? If you win that group, right, you're into the last 16 in the Europa League, and you, and, you, and you could get that run again And then there's the bottom co- The bottom there European competition Rangers and Celtic Should be looking to get To the later stages of that So I, I totally disagree With that caller Rangers and Celtic Should be looking to compete In the later stages Of these lower competitions well, no, they're, they're good competitions But they should be getting there William you're saying Celtic and Rangers Should be looking to get To the latter stages Of the Europa Conference League But surely supporters Wouldn't be wanting to see Their team in the Europa Conference League at all If Rangers have shown That they can get to the final Of the Europa League If the ambitions are to be In the the group stages Of the Champions League Surely you'll be hoping That at no point Will Rangers be dropping Into the Europa Conference League 
Oh, absolutely. I want to be in the Champions League, but these. But you look at the Europa League. We were in the final. That's the second biggest club competition in the in the world. You know what I mean? That's the second biggest club competition in the world. It's still a good competition to be in. And look at the way look at the way Mourinho celebrated. I don't know. You can't say that's a dirty competition. You know what I mean? It was. It's a good level. You know. Yeah, I think Jose was celebrating Jose in that moment because he put up five fingers, meaning he's the only guy to have won five different European finals. Uh, but the reaction of the, the Roma supporters back in Italy uh, was wonderful. They they did not turn their noses up at something called the Europa Conference League and the, the fans of Rangers or Celtic would be the same way. Uh but 14 years elapsed between Rangers playing in Manchester and Rangers playing in Seville. Uh, it might be another 14 years. It might never happen again. Uh, because at this stage, neither William, nor I, nor the caller who said it will never happen again, we, we cannot put up a definitive answer. We'll have to wait and see. But there's a 14-year gap, which Giovanni van Bronckhurst ended, I read Brian Loudrup the other day saying, when might it happen again? And he said, it might never happen again. William, given the way Giovanni Van Bronckhorst negotiated the knockout stages of the Europa League, how much confidence does that give you going into the Champions League qualifiers that over these two-legged ties that he'll be able to get Rangers into the group stages of the Champions League? Massive confidence, right? Because you see the way Rangers are playing European football, especially at Ibrox. When you've got teams like is that Stumgrass, Michelin, or PSV... That's the likes of their company, Ibrox. I'd be worried if I was coming to Ibrox to play in front of that crowd and the way Rangers are playing. No, we have played Leipzig at a level above any of the teams I've just mentioned. Yeah, very confident we can get through it. Yeah, Rangers sort of made a reputation for themselves in Europe last season. Everyone across Europe will have seen the Knights at Ibrox. They'll have seen yeah. Rangers get to the final, seen what they did to Dortmund. William's right. There'll be a lot of teams coming up against Rangers and qualifiers that will think, oh, I actually don't, don't want to face them at all. Yeah, of every belief that Rangers will get into the group stages uh, and how wonderful would that be for this city to have Celtic and Rangers playing in the group stages of the Champions League uh, I think they can make it uh, but we're taking a, a shot in the dark here with regard to the pair of them because we're Friday May 27 who knows what June and July will bring in the comings and goings department uh, but from this distance, I think both will be in the group stages when they begin. Hearts being guaranteed European football, European group stage football as well, is it's just huge for Scottish football as a whole, isn't it? Well, Hearts, you know, they've done well to achieve that, but uh, they might have a long way to go to acclimatise to Europe. They had a, a poor Scottish Cup final, I thought. They were nailed on third place in the league for a long time, but the clubs beneath them were no great shakes last Season we Can we call it last season? No we can't It's not finished yet Yeah Well Champions League final Once that's out of the way Then we can call it last season And uh, yeah Well that's tomorrow And then of course A huge Huge game for Scotland Next Wednesday Hugh and I will be back In the studio On Monday night To give that The big build up yep. Scotland Against Ukraine But thank you For all your calls Thank you for all your tweets As I say We will be back Taking the weekend off But we'll be back Ali Wright Filling in for Super Scoreboard Tomorrow But stick around tonight What a way to start your weekend. The GBX is up next. <laughs>